Kokorungo kite tangi a te kori mako Korero flowing at the hooker force Ko papa relevant, ko papa out of bounds Ko papa exigent, ko papa paramount Nā ko nā whakapiri mai kite Ko papa tino whakahira hira Whakarongo pi kari kari mai Hare hare mai, o tāringa hare hare mai We gotta gather up close everybody Gather up close everybody Kāne kāne move that body Kāne kāne move that body E ngā mahu e tango rātau mā kei tua o te ārai E ngā iwi katoa, ngā tai whakarunga, ngā tai whakararo Ngā tai ki te rāwhiti, ngā tai ki te whakauru Tēnā koutou katoa, nau mai hoki mai Hoki mai ki a taringa e hoa mā, hoki mai ki a taringa Mena rānei, koe tēnei ko tō wā tuatahi Ko hau mai ki roto i tō tātou whare Where have you been? Ai, e hea koe i te tangi o te pipi wharaurua Nō reira, hara mai, nau mai hara mai ki taringa Tō tātou punua pāho e whakapāho atu nei I te pokapū, i te taone haruru o te awamutu e hoa mā, te awamutu Ko hanga hau te rongo o te awamutu nai nei, eh, Erika? Yeah Te awamutu is probably on the radar On the radar Yeah On the radar, on the map Hoi nō, e manaki tia tonu tiana te kaupapa e te wānanga o te aroro O te aroro Wow, he, he, roroa O te aroroa, he, te roroa tērā O te aroroa, te wānanga o te aroroa Kamatu e tautoko ana te māngai pāho me te... Me, erirangi te motu. Erirangi te motu, tēnā koutou. Tēnā tātou, pehana koe. O, tino pai ahau. Ai. Ai, ahakoa te ua. Ai, e ua ana i tēnei rangi nei. Ai, e ua ana. Ahakoa ko te tīhema ke, hoino e mohana tātou e hoa mā. Hoino a kamatu e whakaro nui ana ki tō tāua hoa praone. Ai, e manaki ana i te karango o mate kei wainga nui tāna whānau. E mihi ana ki a koe a koutou ko te whānau. And this is our Once Upon a Time and it's our Pakikehua combos. Ah, yeah, just highlighting another Pakikehua episode since there are so many and the crew who worked on it did such a great job. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So, me mehi kātika. You know, as you know, there's some great talking points. Apart from the... You know, the entertainment factor. Yeah, you know, all of the episodes are all like interlaced with little bits of yep. like tikanga here and yeah, there. Yeah, a few little, yeah. few little tikanga lessons, you yeah. know, extrapolated or exaggerated by a bit of drama, a bit of gore. Yep. So, yep. so it helps you remember. Hoi no, before we go into that, we've got a kiwaha. Kiwaha. I'm looking at Snowy, hoping he's got a yeah. kiwaha. <laughs> well, believe it or not, Itiwi, I went, I was unorthodox this morning and I got one prepared one earlier. Oh, <laughs> and this is a bit about being being a bit scared, being a bit hesitant, being a bit as some of our mates sacking it, dropping yeah. your bundle. And yeah. it's and we say and you say wette. Ah, wette. 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 Yeah, so um you can go, oh yeah man. They kicked the ball off to my side and then they passed it to me and then I saw the defence and I got a bit wet there. Oh yeah, my god. Like, oh, wet there. I actually used to play um rugby back in high school. Yeah. Whenever we had to play the Tokoroa team, oh, <laughs> they were like, there were a few real massive chicks yeah, in there. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. yeah, I definitely felt that wet there. Any time one of them got the ball, I was like, please don't run yeah, yeah, towards not me. This please way, don't not run this way. <laughs> yeah. And so, Etiwi, that's such a kiwaha, it's a standalone. And another way you can use it is one of our mates was being told that he wasn't allowed to come out for extracurricular. And he goes, you know what? I'm going home. I'm going to tell her. I'm going out with the boys tonight. And then we didn't hear from him. And we were like, ah, wete. Wete. Oh. Yeah, yeah. 
Oh, so God what's on. one? What's one that you can think of? What about like if you're at the river and everyone's jumping off the highest bank? You go up there, you look over the edge, and then you feel wet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then you like back down, and everyone's yeah. going like looking up from the water, going ah wet, wet. So wet, Tefano, wet. Heaps of my whānau from my home use that these yeah with people sack it or drop their confidence. I love side note watching Murei Tahi. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That debating mm-hmm. to show that's on Māori television and like whenever the people from Te Tai Tokerau are on, they've just got all these words you've never heard of. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Well, they just we just make it up words whenever we want. Anytime. Well, yeah, yeah, it's funny when one of the segments is they have to come up for as many different. Words, words they yeah. can for a particular thing, like waka, for instance. And yeah. some of the words that they come up with, you're like, what the hell are they just making they these just, up? <laughs> oh, I remember watching the one where my whanaungas, Penetaui and Eli Smith and them. Yes. And I think it was, Those I can't remember who else, and, they were, and it was, uh, well, how many words can you word for titiro? Oh. And there was like, hey. Oh, no, Tiwi, that's not what we hear. Yeah, anyway. So, yeah, so wete, and uh, if you get a bit wete listening to this, then ah, kapai. Kapai. <laughs> Whakarongo mai. A fantail flies into the living room. And all hell breaks loose. Mum is looking up at the P.Y. Waka and reciting a karakia like a world-ending asteroid is about to strike. My adorable little nephew, Tame, is backflipping up and down on his tramp couch, trying to catch it, while his mum, my older sister Kata, has the broom and is doing a terrible job of chasing it outside. I could watch this all day, but decide to put everyone out of their misery. I calmly open the window and swoosh, the P.Y. Waka is gone. Mum is shaking her head sadly. <sighs> kia ora. Oh, kia ora, Auntie Rahina. Hi. Hi. I know this cry. It's the same cry when Dad died. She turns to us still crying. What is, what it, is it, Mum? Mum? Mum! It's Nan! Oh. <laughs> Big sis and I run to embrace Mum. Oh, good to Nan is taken back to Whakawhiti Marae, just outside of Kirikiri. It's out in the Wops. In fact, you can't get any more out in the Wops than Whakawhiti Marae. Out in the Wops hallmarks? One, long drops with no toilet paper? Tick. Two, river and shower are the same thing? Tick. Three, more farm animals than people? Tick. The Marae is flooded with people from all over. Some are crying. Some are laughing and joking about Nan's younger days. 
I listen with fascination. Is this the same woman we're talking about? At the Urupa, there's plenty of singing and haka, a send-off worthy of royalty. The karakia seem to go forever, but as soon as the last amine drops, everybody heads back to the marae for hakari. I'm gonna stick around for a bit, Koro. You okay? Kei te pai Nana's in a better place. I'll see you back at the marae. And don't forget to wash your hands, ne? As Koro leaves, I think to myself that I don't really believe in that type of stuff. I never have. Now beside Nan is another fresh grave. There is a wooden crucifix in the middle of the grave mound and bunches of wilted flowers. Sitting on the cross is a golden necklace. It's beautiful. I look around, then back at this necklace just begging me to try it on. I'm into this sort of stuff. You won't need this anymore. I pluck it off the cross and put it around my neck, dropping it into my shirt. I quickly move towards the gate. As I leave, I look at the empty plastic milk bottles. Gee, I think. The crowd really cleaned them all out. There are a couple that have some water left, but I wave it off as it's not worth my time. I jump in my car and head back to the marae. After Hakari, I decide to head straight home, which is only a 40 minute or so trip back to civilization, and most importantly, Wi-Fi. Driving back into town, I touch my chest and feel the necklace through my shirt. I'd almost forgotten about it. I slow down and pull it out and turn the rear mirror to sneak a peek. Ah! What the? There's someone on the back seat. I twist around so fast, my neck cracks. Nothing. There's no one there. Sheesh! I've hit something. What the hell? I fear the worst that I've hit someone and jump out of the car in a state of panic. I look around. Nothing. Under the car? Nothing. I touch the bumper, it's, it's fine. I check the back of the car. I don't get it. The car behind me is wondering what the heck I'm doing out in the middle of the road. So am I. I'm shaken by the incident and head home. The sun has just set by the time I pull into the driveway. I get out of the car and hear a hoot. It's a ruru. I've heard all about ruru, but I've never seen such a big one before. It's joined by another ruru sitting in the neighbor's tree. With every hoot comes another addition until there's a whole orchestra of them. I cover my ears, run inside and slam the front door shut. Mum! Mum! Where the hell's Mum? I see a note on the kitchen table. It's from Mum. I'm gonna be back late. Koro might pop around. It'll be good for both of you. Kai's in the muckrave if you're hungry. Mum. Yes, food. The ultimate pacifier. Food will help. It always does. Thanks, Mum. I'm about to grab a knife and fork when I notice that something strange is happening to my chicken. 
It's expanding. It keeps growing until it completely fills the inside of the microwave. And then... What in the world? There's a burning sensation around my neck. It's coming from the necklace, which is now glowing hot. I yank it off and throw it at the wall. It doesn't drop to the ground like it should. Instead, it sticks to the wall like it's magnetic. I watch in morbid fascination as the necklace moves up the wall and into the middle of the ceiling, making an awful dragging sound as it goes. The lights go out, plunging the house into darkness. I can't see a thing. I can hear slithering sounds all around me. I scramble for my phone and punch the torch on to see shadow-like people on the walls. My eyes freeze. They are like the shadows in the latter part of the day. Long, really long. At first, they are unconcerned with my presence, more intent on freedom, but still just on the walls and ceilings. The biggest of the shadows stops on the ceiling just above me and turns his gaze to me. Now don't ask me how it's a he and how I know he's looking at me. I just know, okay? He's definitely the leader as others seem to stop and follow suit. Dread runs down my back. I'm frozen. His face comes out of the ceiling, then his hands, his legs, his body. All the others do the same. Their limbs and torsos are like tar, dripping from the ceiling. I shine my phone light at them. They seem to evaporate as the light touches them. I keep my phone moving like I'm shooing in all directions. But they are cunning and are attacking from multiple directions. One hits me on the shoulder. Their touch is like acid. It burns, smoke and everything. I back up carefully to the door. And then, as if that wasn't enough. It's the front door. Now what? It stops me dead in my tracks. It's Koro. Thank God. He forces open the door. He's wielding a huge light. The kind they use to signal to trains. He shines his light all around, analyzing the situation. The front door slams shut behind him, almost slicing off Koro's hand. Okay, we're gonna have to fight our way out. Koro spots the necklace on the ceiling and seems to recognize it. He snatches the chain with his free hand, pulling on it with all his might. The shadows scuttle to the necklace and grab the other end of the chain in a bizarre tug-of-war match. Koro aims his torch at the necklace and punches the full beam button with his thumb. The screaming and the shadows scatter, which breaks their hold. Koro stumbles backwards at the sudden release of the chain and trips, sending the necklace flying through the air and into the sink full of dishes. The lights come back on and the shadows are nowhere to be seen. Not that I really want to know, but what were those things and where did they all go? Gehua, and not the nice kind. I'm not entirely sure, but I'm guessing that the necklace is some kind of conduit. Now, where did you get that necklace from? Koro turns his stern gaze on me. Knowing what's coming, I hesitate. Well, this isn't a game, though. Where did you get that brooch from? Okay, okay. I got it from Minipa. 
Anything else you want to tell me? And maybe I forgot to wash my hands? You forgot? Idiot. I know I'm stupid, irresponsible, disrespectful. What would Nan think? Ouch. Now, what are we going to do about it? Wait, what's this we business? You took it, you take it back. But this necklace is dangerous. If we don't return the brooch now, then... Koro shakes his head sadly. Then what? We might not be able to stop them next time. We need to get this back to the Urupa right now. Tonight. You're joking, right? It's like the middle of the night. Do I look like I'm joking? I, I can't tell. Koro raises his eyebrow. Okay, okay, but how do we deal with those things? Koro pauses to think and then looks at the necklace still dangling out of the sink. Water. We use water. It makes sense, I thought. Maybe that's why all Urupa have water at the gates. It must be a barrier of sorts, preventing the worlds from crossing. Okay, water, but, but we do it my way. I square my shoulders and rush off. I crash and bang into a few things, but in no time, I'm back, sporting a headlamp and wielding a huge, super-duper soaker water pistol and a little tiny water pistol. Here you go, Koro. This is your one. Koro looks at the little water pistol in his hand. Koro, it might look small, but you can thank your moko when you see him next. We grab the necklace and put it in a jar with water. The last thing we want is a portal opening in the car on the way to the Urupa. The Urupa is pitch black when we arrive. There's a reason why we never go near an Urupa at night. I'm looking right at it. Imagine a prison for trapped souls. A prison for those kehua that for one reason or another are still here. And they are different types. There are shadows, monsters, people with missing or messed up body parts. I'm guessing that the missing body parts are how they die. The kehua seem unconcerned with us. Like the Urupa is a one-way mirror. Either way, I don't think they see us. We switch on our lights and point them at the ground. We grab our water pistols. Koro grabs the necklace still encased in the jar. Okay, Koro. Let's party. We push the gate open slowly. Incredibly, none of the kehua have reacted. It doesn't look like they can see or hear us. But just to be on the safe side, we avoid touching any. We move slowly towards the grave beside Nan's, like we're moving through a minefield. Our lights are still aimed at the ground. We're bobbing and weaving, trying not to touch any, fearing they might sense us. They're all around us. Some are slithering through the grass like snakes, and some floating above our heads. We step on some ghost slime, if that's what it's called. I hold my breath as I duck under one. Another kehua with the side of his face missing cuts in front of us. It startles Koro, who loses grip of the jar. 
it falls onto a headstone. Every kehua in the Urupa turns towards us. We've been made. Run, though. lifts the beam of his torch. It vaporizes several shadows. Koro grabs the necklace and throws it around his neck and takes off. We shoot at every kehua trying to have a go at us. The water pistols work. They actually work. I shine my torch in one hand and shoot with the other. We duck behind gravestones and leap over others. Poe, I'm almost out. Koro's gun spits its last few drops. I'm out. Just use the flashlight, Koro. I'll do the rest. We make it to the grave and reunite the golden necklace and the owner. There. It doesn't do anything. The curve will keep coming. Damn, I thought that might happen. My headlamp has begun to flicker. So has Koro's train light. We don't have much time and we haven't even begun our return trip back to the gate. My gun starts to go. I tap my headlight. It's gone. And Koro's light is starting to dim. We have seconds maybe. Koro grabs my hand. His light goes out. Waiting for the inevitable, we're suddenly blinded. But from Nan's grave comes a blue light. The light sends the kehua hurtling backwards. A few try to cross the beam and perish, forcing the others back. And then, Nan! Koro's eyes fill with tears and they begin falling to his jacket. More tears fall and more. Hang on, those aren't tears. It's raining. Nan has brought the rain. It drills holes in the kehu. They let out a scream like they're burning. In the frenzy, Koro looks at Nan. I... I wanna stay. Nan looks at me with a gentle smile and then back at Koro and does a little head flick towards the gate like she used to do when she wanted us to go fetch something. She leans in slowly. They both hungry. Beautiful. For a moment, nothing matters. Then Nan's light begins to burn out of control. It's so intense that I have to look away. A huge beam lights a pathway to the gate. We race down the tunnel of light. Kehua are jumping at us from all directions, but perish as they touch the light. We jump on the gate and push off. Nan's light subsides. The rain eases and the Kehua are gone. It's over. Both Koro and I jump out of our seats. I push the answer button. Mum? Kia ora. Where are you two? We're at the Urupa. Oh, that's nice. Grab some milk from the garage on your way back, ne? Hey, kona. Grab milk? Grab some milk at a time like... Hold up. Taiho, Koro. I rush over to the gate and Koro follows me. We grab the milk bottles that still have some water in them and wash our hands. Phew. 
somehow mums just know. Thanks, mum. I miss my nan. Oh. That's what it made me think yeah. of. Yeah. Oh, now that you've said it. Yeah. <laughs> 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 but in Puno, I was like, oh, it made me miss my nan. Like, oh, the nan's going to help. The nan's yeah, going to yeah, help. Yeah. 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 You know, and I, then, I was thinking that too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm like, surely, like, if they can see those other kehua, then surely some good yeah. good way to uh, I mean, come through and yeah. save the day. But I'm um, interested in Kōrero. What did you take from it? Well, two major things. Yeah. Yeah. First of all, he took something from someone else's grave. Oh, man. 101. What? 101, the... my bro. 101. <laughs> and then, yeah, second of all, didn't wash your hands. Yeah. Do you believe in like that stuff? Yeah, yeah, I do that stuff. I do. Because, you know, we're recorded or tapua no tenei. This is yeah. about our reverence and recognition of tapu. Yeah. And the things that we can do to make sure that we're safe, we're safe, yeah. or that we don't trample the tapu of something. Yeah. And so yeah, so one biggest thing is, and you know, if this is like your first time going into Urupa and taking things from there, like I just that shouldn't be a conversation. I well, feel like everyone like, should just know. Yeah, it's like having a barbecue at a gas station. You're gonna get, you're gonna get in <laughs> trouble, mate. Lives are in danger, mate. You know. Yeah. <laughs> But you, yeah, yeah, so, and that's based on our beliefs of tapu. And yeah, yeah a lot of things can be imbued into objects, especially. Just like on Harry Potter, how, yeah. you know, those horcruxes have the spirit of. Yeah. Just face Voldemort. Yeah, 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 yeah. All those things, yeah. Those are real to some people. Yeah. You know, you can put things into. And, and that's another thing that was looking at that necklace is we have the power or the mana or tapu to imbue modi or things into, like you said, those cruxes. Yeah. And just like that necklace probably had either the juju or the the wairua of something or some things. Yeah. As we heard in the story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Yeah, no, yeah. I believe in, you know, using water to wash yourself as you leave urupa. Yeah. Or even at Farenui, like if there's a mate. Yep. Yeah, yep. sprinkle a bit of Spread water, water on you yep. as you go out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah. Um, that's probably like thinking back to my childhood. It's probably one of the the main things where I remember like the aunties and the nans and that mean like, oh, we got to do this, that's tapu. Yeah, Make yeah. Sure you do this, otherwise, you know, tapu this, tapu that. Yeah. That's probably like one of the main ones that I'm like, yep, nah, they're right there. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's, it's something, not um, just, don't catch your hair at night. And why would you even tempt it if, say, if you didn't know better... Why would you even tempt and like not do it if you didn't know any better meaning? Yeah, if someone goes, Aubrey, just chuck a bit of water on you. Or, yeah. Uh, some other places I know they use bread if they had oh, bread yeah. on them. So, yeah. Oh, that, that's right. Because in the story, he was going to eat the chicken. Yeah, he was going to have a himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And so even that, imagine that, like, say he ate the chicken, but maybe that, what he had already did of, oh, I can't, I don't, I don't know the word of it when you, transgress tapu or you know that the deal had already been done so yeah and he would already carried something out anyway well he yeah. already had the necklace yeah yeah and it was interesting how he put it in the water and i was like oh yeah i know a story about a stone or a fatu being held in a bucket of water 
because it had been affected in a whānau. Oh, mm. okay. Yeah, in the tohunga. He was chasing it with karaki and it was moving underneath the ground until they started digging it and they got it out of the ground. And it had been planted there by someone else for it to do malevolence yeah. on the whānau. Yeah, but he got it out and he, when it was out of the water, it was hot red, yeah. it was glowing yeah, and he chucked it in the water. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, so true things. Wow. Yep. Mm-hmm. I, um, the whole necklace thing, it reminded me about this Shortland Street episode. Oh, yeah? <laughs> what was that From one? Years ago. I don't even know how I remember this because I never used to watch Shortland Street growing up. But old, um, I think it was um, Rangi, he was an ambulance driver. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I only got a bit nutty, eh? Was that that one? Yeah, because yeah. he found the Ponamu necklace. Mm. And started wearing it, and it started affecting him mentally, but also gave him this like massive rash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, yeah, yeah. I think he, I don't know, might have ended up in the Hoipera, was the hospital yeah. TV show. So probably, yeah. Mm-hmm. So just those things there, Huama. And you know, the other thing I want to quickly say is, I have fun and friends. They go, oh, this is my rupa, or my tupuna, in here. I'm fine. Yeah. Now that is fine. However, in those areas. Like there, like how you said in Fare and our Mate have been lying in state. It's not about them. It's actually what it's about what's live at the time. Yeah, that's sort of like in those times you're opening up a portal between yeah. dimensions, eh? Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Exactly. So it's not so much about the tupuna that you know and love, it's actually an access. Yeah. So it's not a one way connection, it's a two way connection. Yeah. So and it's like sometimes it's like water, it'll find the path of least resistance, meaning it'll find the weakest thing yeah. to be connected to. Yeah. And that's why a lot of people have a tikanga of not going in Urupa when they're hapu or babies yeah. having some sort of separation. Because there's yeah. al- there's also a belief where I'm from too is that Kamate te Tangata, Penega Wahine. Yeah. And they might jump on babies or, you know, yeah. it's a yeah. belief system. Yeah. At one of our whānau, Urupa, it's right by the sea. So we were down there a few months ago because it was our whānau's turn to clean it up. Not that you need to do much cleaning, to be mm. honest. And um, yeah, so I was just mindful, like, spray all this water on my kids as we yeah. like left. And then we got the beach right there. So um, we went for some, yeah. went for a bit of a cuddle. Yeah, that's the one. That's the one. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. the babies, and of course, because I want them to feel the waters of where we're from. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. with that also in mind, I was like, oh, we're just been in the Urupan. Let's go. Let's go touch mm-hmm. the water. Yeah. <laughs> but it's fun too for kids. It's easy. The kids, it's something probably because water play is fun. It's they, they learn it quick. Yeah. Same it's thing true. with us. We yeah. had, yeah, yeah. Same thing we had with us. We got the Waimai River next to us and. Yeah, you only meant to go down and, you know, just a little feku feku, but the kids, they're in there. <laughs> yeah. They're in there, yeah. Another quick thing about, I just want to tell a quick story. I've got an uncle from Waima as well. He's a hetito. And people who know will know. How, however, he had matakite ia. And he was helping a lady that had chest pains and a headache. And so he did his mahi, and his mahi is like sit behind her and hands on both sides of her head. And he's like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Ah, okay, okay, kapai, kapai. And on her chest was an Egyptian cat, and around her head was a snake from Egypt. Oh, right. And this is what he could see. This is what he yeah, could see. Not, and this is what she had been... No, no, no. This is what had been troubling her for some time. Yeah. Now, and this... He kororo tēnei mo te necklace, ne, he rite ki te, te whakarake. This lady had a tupuna, 
that was in the World War Two and was a grave robber in Egypt. Mm. And this person had acquired some manutunga, some taonga, from within one of the graves around the pyramids in Egypt. Yeah. And they had two kaitiaki. It was a snake and a cat. And so what my uncle had to do was he talked to the cat and the snake. Now, this sounds really silly. Yes, or not. And he communicated with the snake and the cat and they said, they have this tupuna, their tupuna has taken one of our objects and we have lost. So the, the kaitiaki had been separated from these objects. Yeah. And what they were able to do, and this is all mahi wairua tēne, this is like, you know, on the high Wi-Fi, they found a house and where those relics were held and he was able to reattach those kaitiaki or re-get them back together again yep. and put those kaitiaki back on, mm. back onto these relics. Now, wherever this house was, he doesn't know. And then what happened? And he said the house wasn't in New Zealand. It was kei tāwahi kei te oh. So it's not a physical walking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, so Awairua'i like searched around for these relics. Yeah. Yep. And they showed and they then, showed them this house where they were and he goes, oh, that's not here. Yeah. But because this lady was a descendant, a mukupuna of that. She was being attacked by this intergenerational Yeah, being occupied. Trauma. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Being occupied by these kaitiaki who weren't going anywhere until they knew where the taonga were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. So, yeah, yeah, they yeah. Well, go taking things from places yeah. they're not meant to. Yeah. That's <laughs> in the short Ooh. story. Short yeah. story, yeah. Yeah, so ko we wete. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Never mind being wete, listen to the tikanga. Places yeah. that you go. Otherwise, you will be wete. Oh, that's yeah, ka wete, ka hopo. Ka wete. Ka hopo, ka hopo. Mm. And just because um, my last emotion was I miss my nan, <laughs> <laughs> I found a song in He Waiata e Whakarangatira ana e Whakanui ana i a nan wehi, Pimia wehi, Kapai. the late Pimia wehi, Te Wakahuia uh, sings this um, in honour of her. So, yeah, Whakarunga mai, ko koia tēnei, ko te Waiata o Te Wakahuia o Waihirere, nā te ropu Wakahuia. Whakarunga mai. <laughs> Yeah. Hey. 
e mihi ana ki ki a koutou te waka Ai. huia e me ngā whakāra nui ki a rāwa tahi ki a ngā pō ki a nēn yeah yeah absolutely yeah. and um mixed emotions now <laughs> yeah I remember um Rawari's tono to change the name of Duncan McIntyre to Ngāpō and yeah so but Pimia. yeah so they made an addition Kaki. to it oh okay so you got the Duncan McIntyre and then you've got the I think it's called Ngāpō Pimia Wehi yeah well you should know you fellas have got it I know <laughs> well, just everyone calls it Uncle Dunk so Uncle Dunk yeah 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 yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I don't know if the change yeah. has been made official or not mm. I actually I should know because I photographed all the Tonga ahead of Matatini this year <laughs> did not look at the names <laughs> Well, none of us says motai on it, so hey, ahama. Oh. Nah. <laughs> hey, motai's coming back. Yep, 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 yep. yep. Ko, Finished ko, the holiday. Ko oho mai nea motai, ko whaka oho yep. ngea noa motai. So, uh, taihua, taihua ka, ka, ka rongo. Kite. Yeah, yeah, ka kite. Hoinoe te iwi, e mihi ana ki a koutou katoa. Uh, right. If you want to listen to more pakikehua, they're on Spotify, they're on Apple Podcasts, Podcast. Podbean, all yeah. the usual podcasts. Yeah. And places. of course, there is a link in our description. Um, and if you send, if you have any whakaro e ma, send us your whakaro. Yeah. It's great to hear that we have listeners, but it's also yeah, great yeah. to hear from our listeners. Yeah. You know, you are part of the conversation. Yeah. So, no rera tukuna mai o koutou whakaaro, so o koutou right wero hoki, said, wero hia etahi kaupapa. Mm-hmm. Mm. That's so right how you said, like, it's great to have listeners. Yeah. I think that's probably, like, the buzziest thing whenever we oh. get messages and stuff. It's like, wow, people are actually still listening, yeah. Yeah, or when people go, oh my gosh, we're so fanning now. I'm like, uh, what did <laughs> I do? You were on tiring. I'm like, oh, yeah, shh, they, yeah. Yeah. Hoi noi kanui tēnā mo tēnei wā. Nga manakitanga te wahi ngaro ki rungi tēnei tēnō tātou. Mauri ora kia tātou. Hei kona. Hei kona. Fakarongo ki te tangi a te kori mako Korero flowing at the hooker force Kaupapa relevant, kaupapa out of bounds Kaupapa exigent, kaupapa paramount Nā kona whakapiri mai ki te Kaupapa tino whakahira hira Fakarongo pi kari kari mai Hare are mai, o tāringa hare hare mai We gotta gather up close everybody Gather up close everybody Kani kani move that body Kani kani move that body Tāringa he mea tuku nā te wānanga o Aotearoa, a nā te māngai pāho me irirangi te motu i tautoko. To listen to more episodes, search for us on your podcast app and subscribe, or follow us on Instagram and Facebook. Taringa, whakarongo mai.